Hey, you guys, welcome to the Main and Magic podcast, where each episode we discuss a different aspect of Disney, from vacation tips, Disney history, top fives, cast member interviews, and more. I'm your host, Dawn Brown, and this is episode number three. I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll help you have the best possible Disney experience, whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney movies, shows, and books and we'll definitely make some new friends along the way. You can catch the audio recordings on our website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes and on apps like Google Podcasts and Stitcher. And we just got added to iHeartRadio. Just search for Main and Magic. You can also find us on Instagram at Main and Magic, and after the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. This week, I'm joined once again by my longtime friend and preferred Disney travel advisor, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel, and we sit down and talk about what to do on arrival day at Walt Disney World. Whether you're taking the first plane out for an early arrival or you're skidding onto property after a very long drive, we know you're ready to get your vacation started right away. We talk about the importance of getting acquainted with your resort, unique exploring opportunities and experiences outside the Walt Disney World parks, an overlooked place to get some epic photos, and even how you could spend a half day in the park for just a few extra dollars per person. So join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Hey, everybody. So I am here with Longtime friend and preferred Disney travel advisor, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Hi. Postcards Travel. Hi, Katie. Hello. What's um, going on? Oh, so ready to. This actually, <laughs> like, pre- preparing for this episode made me want to actually prepare for a trip to Disney. <laughs> it was oh. almost torturous. <laughs> so, actually, today we're going to be talking about what to do on arrival day at. Walt Disney World. We figured this would be a good topic for an early episode because the first day is always a little bit weird and it's kind of like, what do I do? You know, so I thought this was a good place to start was kind of like at the beginning of your trip. Um, There's so much more to do besides the parks. So much. an option, but. Yes. Arrival day, like we said, can be a little bit weird depending on where you're, you know, flying or driving in from, what time of day you're going to be getting into town. I know for my family, we tend to always take the first flight out because it's usually the cheaper, you know, like the first flight out and the last flight out are usually the cheapest. So we swallow our you know, collective pride and get up at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, you know, by the time we fly, get on the Magical Express, get over to the hotel and get checked in, it's usually about noon and we have the whole rest of the day. Um, obviously, it's not going to be like that for everybody. Some people like to travel in the afternoon. Some people like to ri- arrive in the evening. But if you are arriving earlier in the day and you want to 
use the day um, to just, you know, get your vacation off to a roaring start, we are going to have maybe too many options for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and let's face it too, though, when you're on a Disney vacation, there is no sleeping in. So you may as well start getting up at the crack of dawn on your first day of travel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there's no sleep. So just, yeah, no rest for the weary. Just dive right no. in. The only, but you don't even feel tired when you're there. I don't know what it is. Every time I'm in Disney, I could fall asleep at two o'clock in the morning and I'm still up and ready to go at six thirty. So this is true. <laughs> I, I I feel this too. There's even memes and yet out I there. Can't make it to work on time. <laughs> I was just gonna say there's memes out there like where it's like me when I'm trying to go to work at six in the morning and like it's like a tired guy and me trying to get up to go to Disney at six in the morning. It's like you're it's like you had 17 cups of coffee. <laughs> yep, that's about right. Well, I'm going to actually let you start because I know yeah, when we were talking off mic, a lot of our things are going to kind of overlap a little bit. So what is your kind of like first thing, you know, idea of what to do on arrival day? So basically everything that I'm facing, what I do on arrival day is taking that first flight out. And our first thing that we would do, and I mean, we've been to Disney more times than we count. So every time is different, but um, we'll kind of enjoy our hotel for a little bit. When we first get there, go check out the gift shop because why not um, walk around, you know, get our bearings of what, where our room is and everything at the resort. And we'll a lot of times make a, early dinner reservation at another hotel and go check out somewhere that we might want to go and eat. So that way, you know, let's say that we want to go do the luau at the Polynesian. If we wanted to do that on a normal day when we're actually in the park, we would have to leave the park early and go back to the room and change and then get to the Polynesian where as if we're already there, we can get ready, take our time and get over and go and do a nice dinner somewhere. And not even necessarily a nice dinner, but check out the different restaurants that are at a lot of the different hotels. We've done multiple restaurants doing that. And uh, so I think that's one of our, that's probably one of our top things that we do is always check out the different restaurants and it's always somewhere different. Yeah. Um, I, I actually had that on, on my list too, especially <laughs> exploring your resort because oh yeah every resort is going to have different things so your resort might have a spa there's you know there's a couple of resorts that have spas there's resorts that have different rental things that you can do like furry bikes and little motorcraft and yeah i mean uh, so- segways and like all kinds of things um you you're you're going to want to go check out the different transportation locations because if you're staying Perfect. at if you're staying at contemporary you've got access to boats monorail and buses and then you've got things like some of the resorts have tours that are specific to their resort and they're not necessarily advertised on the disney website so that's something that your disney travel advisor would know about or um you know the front get the the check-in when you check into your resort the front uh, front desk people would know that you might want to yep. go around and take pictures of your resort there's going to be every resort's going to have like a ton of different like really awesome photo spots so just regardless of if you're staying at 
uh, a value resort, a moderate resort, or a deluxe resort, there's going to be things that are special to that resort. So go go spend right. some time and really explore every little nook and cranny and, and, you know, take the walk around and, you know, check out the dining options. What do they have for breakfast? Is your kid going to eat that? You know, (laughs) what time do they open? How late can you get a pizza when you, you know, can you get a pizza when you get back to your room or go to the bar and get a drink? When's the pool close? All that, you know, where's for us, we, a lot of times, depending on the length of our stay, we'll actually bring less clothes. So we have room in our suitcase for all the stuff we're going to buy. Oh, you just pack less clothes. So we, I just bring an empty suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> we will, you know, halfway through our trip, do a load of laundry. So you can check out where your laundry facilities are. If you are like us and you like to pack light. And I, and I totally agree about the restaurants at the different hotels, because like you said, even at your own hotel, especially if you're staying at a more deluxe resort that has sit-down dining, makes a reservation for lunch or dinner yeah. because, like you said, you're not going to want to leave the park to go unless it's in the summer. <laughs> then you might want to leave the park you in the do. afternoon yeah. <laughs> if you're like yeah. me where you can't in the middle of the day. <laughs> But, but the other thing, too, is, and a lot of people don't know, you don't have, if you're going to make a dining reservation somewhere, you don't have to, you can go to whatever hotel you want and make that dining reservation or check out some of the things that they have at the hotel, at different hotels. Like, you can't go, if you're staying at the Polynesian, you can't go to the Contemporary to swim, but you can go to the Contemporary and eat at their restaurant. So you don't have to be at the hotel that you're making some plans at, which a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you have free reign really. I think really the only thing is like the pool. That is really the the only thing that you can't, but yeah, you can go to their bars, their restaurants. If, you know, if you want to go over to the contemporary and rent watercraft, you can do that. And, And I, I think they like that. Actually, they yeah. want you to because they want you to see, they want you to want to come back, right? Right. We want you to come back yeah. and stay at this hotel next time. But yeah, we, we do that. Uh, I mean, there's no shortage of restaurants I could even recommend yeah. at any of the hotels. There, there's whatever kind of food you like, and there's the, a hotel yeah. restaurant somewhere that has it. <laughs> um, another thing, so I did this when we went in March. Um, my brother-in-law and I, we did an archery class at Fort Wilderness, which was kind of really cool. There was only a couple, um, five of us total that did it, and it was just nonstop shooting an arrow at a, learning how to shoot an arrow, and then shooting an arrow at a target for an hour and 45 minutes. And that was kind of cool. It was it was something different that I had actually, until March, I had never done before. So there is something somewhere for anybody. Yeah, I know. No matter they, what you're looking for. There's actually, um, of course, you know, side note, things are weird at Disney World right now. So yes. we, we might talk about things that are not currently available, but were previously available and we hope will be available again in the future. Um, So one of those things is at Animal Kingdom Lodge, there's actually not one, but two 
free tours that you can take that has food. There's one that that takes you from uh, the Boma restaurant and the Jico restaurant, and you get to kind mm-hmm. of like taste test a few things with like an actual, uh, I guess you would say like a tour guide slash cook slash interpreter person that kind of like gives you the history about the food and like the restaurant and why the restaurant's designed the way it is that it that one starts like in the afternoon like four o'clock ish and then the other one is at sauna and again you get to like taste test some things but a lot of people don't know about that um, and mm-hmm. I just learned the other day, actually, <laughs> and the only reason I learned about it is because they have ceased doing it, at least for the immediate time being, was there is a tour at the Wilderness Lodge that is like about the Wilderness Lodge, like about the design and like the backstory of it. So we're, we're hoping that we'll come back in the future because a lot of people were you know kind of upset about it <laughs> you know yeah. they not being able to do it but so that's again you know you want to talk to your you know whoever's helping you book your trip and find out about those things because and again like the one at animal kingdom lodge you don't have to be staying there anyone can go do that mm-hmm. Um, so, but you do have to figure out your transportation. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. That, or not the biggest thing. That's the only thing is you can go anywhere you want, but you can't, they don't do resort to resort transportation. So no. that is, you have to, you do have to do that. And there's multiple options for that. I mean, you can Uber it, you can take a bus to a park and then the park to the other hotel or however you want to do it. But that's, that's the only thing you have to keep in mind is that you have to get there. So yeah, yeah, you do have to figure out your transportation, but yeah, there, yeah. there's options and um, oh, there's plenty. Of with a little pre-planning, you can kind of, you know, do a tour on the way to your tour. <laughs> yeah, with that, that actually kind of brings me into my my next thing. Besides, explore your resort is explore another resort or a variety of other resorts via resort hopping. Because, again, there's food options. Uh, some of the best shopping like, is at the resort. So if you are there to spend your moolah on stuff, <laughs> uh, I think, like, the Boardwalk and the Yacht Club have two of the best shopping locations uh, yeah. And and actually, I will add the Polynesian to that. The Polynesian has really great resort stores. So, you know, you can go shopping, you can go eating, you can go touring, you can go, re- you know, renting <laughs> various things to go touring around. Um, yeah, resort happiness. And if you go to like, like say you're staying at pop century you could go grab a bus to magic kingdom pop on the monorail Mm -hmm. and you get to go to three resorts yeah you can hit the contemporary the polynesian and the grand floridian so if you if you find a transportation loop you know if you if you're at pop century you're on your own 
transportation loop because you have the Skyliner. So you can go to Disney Caribbean Beach Resort and then further down the line, Riviera Resort, which looks amazing. I cannot wait to go see that resort (laughs) myself. Yeah. So if you can get yourself on a transportation loop, you could see multiple resorts and just spend your Mm -hmm. whole day going from resort to resort to resort. Oh, yeah. You could spend an entire day doing that whenever you go, but it's something to do on your first day there and see everything that Disney has besides parks. We do that a lot on a, on our scheduled non-park day. Yeah, us too. We uh we pick when we go during the holidays. The monorail loop resorts are our favorite tree or yeah Christmas trees to see. Um, the Grand Floridian Christmas tree is just remarkable how big that thing is, and the gingerbread house. Yeah. So lots to do. Yeah. On that loop. Yeah, that's a good point. Depending on the time of year, you might be drawn to certain places than others. I really love the whole, basically all year round. I love the the walking loop, if you will, around C- Crescent Lake, which is Boardwalk, Yacht and yeah. Beach Club, and then you can also add Swan and Dolphin to that. They're kind of they're all right. just in a circle, and I just love that. Well, like, that's like one of my favorite things to do anyway is walk whenever I'm going whenever I'm park hopping from Hollywood Studios to Epcot I always walk I will not get on the boat I will not take the Skyliner I won't take the bus I will walk from Hollywood Studios to Epcot yeah it's like 1.3 mile walk and it is to me I don't know what it is about it it is probably one of the most relaxing walks that I ever do oh yeah so it's really it's I don't yeah it is it's tranquil it really yeah. is. I mean, yeah. let's face it. You're walking about 30, 30 miles a day anyway. So what's another mile and a half? Yeah. <laughs> At you a know? certain point, you don't, you stopped counting you your stuff. You care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. So what's your next one? We will do mini golf sometimes. Yeah, people don't know that there's mini golf at the at uh, Disney. There are two mini golf resorts or courses. They're fun. It's, I mean, it's one of those things, again, day on arrival, but you do it a little bit, you know, after dinner. But they're kind of cute little courses. So it's just something different and fun to do. And you don't have to have kids to do it. So actually, our our son has never done mini golf before. And he's been to Disney uh, six times. But Dan and I have done it. So we, uh, you can do it as an adult. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. The both of the there, so there's two courses. There's Fantasia Gardens, Fantasia which is Gardens. near yep. Swan and Dolphin. Yep. Uh, and, and then there's Winter, Winter Summerland. Yes, and that's over yeah. by Blizzard Beach, as you probably yeah. guess. They're not necessarily always both open. No, no. Sometimes they're not. So it'll all depend on. You have to figure out which one is time some. Of year. Yeah, time of year. Um, usually in the yep. winter, Winter Summerland is open. In the summer. Fantasia Gardens, and then sometimes they're both open, but it's like twelve bucks for kids and fourteen dollars for adults. So it's a little bit pricey, but it's not like it's fun. It's just a fun, it's, easy it's some, thing to exactly. do. Yeah, and right. yeah, like you said, a lot of people don't know they're there. When I've been, it's not very crowded. 
So no, if not you're, at all. yeah, if you're trying to avoid a crowd and you just want to do something, you know, if you, especially, yeah, if you've got some kids that you're like, I need to entertain these kids, <laughs> right? Yeah. it's a nice, easy, you know, easy way to kind of like get them involved and already like on their vacation. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they're pretty fun. I know I used to park like over by Swan and Dolphin and walk over to Fantasia Gardens. Yep. That's um, the only way that I've ever gotten there. <laughs> but again, you know, like you can Uber over there. There's not a bus yeah. that goes to either one There's of these not. specifically, no. but if you're at a resort that's close by, you can probably walk without yeah. too much trouble. So, And I mean, yeah. if you're there early enough, like, so... If you happen to, if doing the golf is, the mini golf is something you're definitely wanting to do and you want to check out Winter Summerland, usually Winter winter Summerland is, the timing of it is usually around the same, when it's open, is the same as Blizzard Beach, and it's right there. So if you're thinking of something to do early afternoon, Blizzard Beach usually closes like 5 o'clock, so you can just get on your bus to go to Blizzard Beach, and it's right there. But keep in mind that the bus is only run an hour after the park closes. So you have to be done by 6 or, you know, you get there and then just take a different mode of transportation home as your other option. But um, that's usually one of your options to get. That's the best option to get there is for Blizzard Beach. But yeah, you just they have are, to watch your buses. Yeah, they are, like, right next to each other. So, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. That's a good point. Okay. That's something you like to do on your first day. So I'm dying. I'm dying to know what's on your list. I have never done this, but speaking about resort hopping and loops, okay. I'm just going to take a minute here to speak extensively about boats. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually like full disclosure. I warned Katie off mic <laughs> that I was going to speak extensively about boats. So that was her winking at me through the phone uh, that it was time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay. I've actually never rented a boat either. We were going to on our last day there in March. We were going to rent one of the ones at Polynesian, and we ended up not because James wanted to tie-dye a shirt instead. Okay, Five well, wins. <laughs> I will say, if you rent a boat, I, I personally feel that the best place to do it is at the Contemporary Resort because... Over there, you're on Bay Lake, and you can ride around to Fort Wilderness, and I promise you the view, or not Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge, the view of Wilderness Lodge from Bay Lake is awesome. And if you you rent uh, one of the watercraft, um, we've never rented a big one. We always get the little, like, two-seater. It's like a little mini right. speedboat. Uh, you, you you know, you're in control, so you can, like, sit there and take all the pictures you want and just take it in. But it's really incredible. But I actually want to talk about sort of, like, transport boats, like, uh, basically another loop, if you will. So there's launches from pretty much every hotel in the Magic Kingdom area. So Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Wilderness Lodge, Fort Wilderness, they all have boats that go to the Magic Kingdom and back. There's also a launch loop, if you will, that goes from 
Magic Kingdom to Grand Floridian to the Polynesian and then back to the Magic Kingdom. So if you want to skip the monorail and do a boat instead, but you still want to hit Grand Floridian and Polynesian, you can use those launches to go from one hotel to the next. There's also a boat that goes from Magic Kingdom to Fort Wilderness. So if you hit Polynesian and Grand Floridian, and then you take a boat over to Magic Kingdom, you can get on another boat over to Fort Wilderness and go do archery lessons <laughs> or hit the Hoop-de-Doo musical review. Or if it's Christmas, you can walk around and look at all the crazy Christmas decorations that the campers put up. <laughs> um, okay. They have horseback riding too. Yep. Yep. And uh, there's a lot to do there actually. So much to do at that hotel. So much. Also, there is another route that is on Bay Lake and it goes from the Wilderness Lodge to the Contemporary over to Fort Wilderness. And some of these are like really picturesque. So you're going to get. I think people overlook the boats because sometimes the it's a slower mode of transportation pretty much across the board. So, right. you know, the monorail is going to get you there immediately. The bus is going to get you there immediately. With the boats, you know, it's a, it's usually a slower ride and your wait time might be a few minutes longer than if you were waiting for a bus to go somewhere. But yeah, the views of all the resorts and the property are unmatched. And I think if you, you know, if you know on a park day that you're going to be in a hurry to get from A to B, you might not want to do a boat. But if you are on a free day and you're just kind of like, whatever we're doing, we're doing. And, you know, let's just go and see what we see riding some of these boats you're going to get incredible photos and you're just going to see the whole resort, all the hotels from a different angle that you don't normally see. And I think it's totally worth it. And so relaxing, so relaxing. So that, you know, that's my thing. There's, there's other boats too, besides just the ones, besides the ones from the resorts in the magic kingdom area there's also boats that go between certain hotels and Disney Springs. And I think I've never done any of those, but when I was trying to get all the routes for the, for the Magic Kingdom Resort boats, I was like, oh, this is going on my list for next time because, <laughs> well, and I know that you stayed at Saratoga Springs and one of them is from Saratoga Springs to Disney Springs, did you ever yeah. ride that boat? No, we walked. We were um, on the, our, our hotel room was right by where the walk path was. So we just, we never got on the boat. We always just, we walk everywhere when we're in Disney, except <laughs> from hotel to park. But it was right there. There was no reason for us. If we were, um, so we were in Congress Park. I, it slipped my mind which one it was, but we were in Congress Park at Saratoga Springs. If we would have been in a different area, 
um, that was further away from Disney Springs, yes, we probably would have taken that boat over there. But our location, it was, it would have been further for us to walk to the boat to get to Disney Springs than it was just to walk to Disney Springs. Okay. Yeah. So, well, okay. So that that's one of the boats. There's also a boat from Port Orleans French Quarter Quarter, and Riverside that goes to Disney Springs down the Sasagula River. Mm -hmm. And there's also one that goes to Old Key West Resort. So you could potentially like arrive at your hotel. I'm just going to say, go with me here. You're staying at Mm -hmm. Port Orleans French Quarter. So you've checked okay. out your hotel. You're ready to go get something to eat. You need you need a coffee from Joffrey. So you get on the boat down the Sasagula River to Disney Springs and you go get your coffee. Or, okay, if you're me you're and my really sister-in-law, <laughs> you're either standing in line at Starbucks or you're standing in line at Dockside Margaritas. To each his own, yep. no judgment here. Um, (laughs) so you get your coffee and then you maybe take a bus over to Wilderness Lodge and you get on a boat over to the Contemporary and you go to the Wave and you get a drink and a snack and then you get on another boat over to Fort Wilderness to be there just in time to hit hoop-de-doo musical review. I mean, yep. so you could just... And there's a few showings. There's a few times for that, so no need to rush. Yep, yep. Or you just you just go over to Fort Wilderness and you have a look around and you probably see a cabin and decide next time you go, you're staying in one of those cabins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then you... They're really cool cabins. That's yeah. all. They were really nice. Yeah. Then you get a boat back to the Contemporary, and then you get on the monorail over to the Polynesian, and you go do the luau. Maybe you do the luau instead of the hoop-de-doo. I mean, you could hotel hop. If you're adulting only, you could go to Jelly Rolls. Yeah. Basically, when I hotel hop, I do it by what food I want that day. Oh, see, I find the bar. No, (laughs) There's a nightclub at the Polynesian. Yeah. So yes, I will. I will say, don't overlook the boats. Um, they're 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 great to get you where you want to go if you don't mind going at a slower pace. But if you're just if you're trying to get unique vantage points and relax, like ten yeah. ten on the boats, do the boats. All right. Yeah. What what you got? What's your next thing? Um, okay, so this is something I've never done, but I did have a client book this, and they did snorkeling on their arrival day at Epcot in the seas. So, little known fact, there are some, not a lot, but there are some tours at the parks that you can do that you do not have to have a park ticket for. Obviously, you have to pay for them, but I think it was their arrival day. Might have been on their break day. Nevertheless, it was a day they weren't going into the park, so they didn't have to have a ticket, and they went snorkeling in the seas. So, obviously, the snorkeling, or scuba diving, sorry, you have to be scuba certified, you have to have your certificate, but you don't have to pay for a ticket to get into Epcot. When you're done, you have to leave, you don't get to go around the park, 
but that was something that's a little bit unique that some people don't know about that, whether it's that tour or a different tour to take advantage of if it's something you're looking to do, but, you know, don't want to necessarily take a day out of the park to go and do it. Something different like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like there was maybe like a nighttime safari. There is that. I was actually, man, we are like in sync here. <laughs> I just can't remember if that was from just, Animal Kingdom Lodge or no, from Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. It's Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's the Starlight Safari. So you actually, the Starlight Safari will take you on a nighttime safari from the lodge. And then there's one that you can add uh, dinner to as well. So Yeah, that's right. um, That's right. I think that's why I thought it was in the park. Yeah. Nope, that's from, I had another client book that one, actually. That's why that was my second one on my mind. Uh, But it's cool because you're going through and you, they do have night vision goggles, um, military grade night vision goggles that you can use when you're on it and see some of the different animals that are out in the safari, which is kind of really cool. So, um, which is, that's another hotel that was awesome to stay at too. Animal Kingdom uh, Lodge? They, yeah. Oh yeah. They, so we unfortunately didn't get a chance to go and do it, but at one of the outlook points, they have the night vision goggles that you can use. You can't take them back to your room or anything with you. You have to stay at this little section, but for a couple hours, when the sun goes down, you can go in and use the night vision goggles to see what the safari looks like when you're out just on the the viewpoint, Yeah, which is kind of cool. So you don't have to pay. That's something that's free, and you don't have to be a guest at that hotel either. So that was kind of cool, something cool that's offered that you can just go and check out and see. I'm kind of mad that we didn't do it because I've kind of always wanted to use night vision goggles and see what they're like. <laughs> and it was my perfect opportunity, and I couldn't do it. But, yeah, that, that resort was – there's a lot to do at that resort, too. really liked that one. Yeah, that's uh, hands down my dad's number one absolute top favorite. Of course Disney it's favorite. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. I, you know, we, yeah, well, at some point – Stay there. You have to go all – if you're staying at that resort – see, so for me personally, and I can appreciate that some people go to Disney on a budget – and I get that. Um, and I would never pressure anybody into doing something or spending money that they don't want to spend. But for me personally, when I'm going to Disney, I'm in it to win it. I'm going to put all my eggs in the basket and I'm going all in. So if I'm going to spend all my, you know, spend this money to go to Animal Kingdom Lodge, I'm spending the money to go to Animal Kingdom Lodge and stay at a Savannah View room. So that way, when I wake up in the morning, there's a giraffe out my window. Oh yeah, my dad wouldn't. He, when we when he yeah. booked that trip for us, it it was I'm not gonna save thirty dollars a night or whatever. You know, I don't even know what the price difference was back then because this was like right. basically the year it opened. Um, yeah, Savannah. Yeah, he was like, I'm not gonna go there yeah. and not stay in a Savannah yeah. view. But. Exactly, and it was really cool. I mean, we sat out at night and so we bought a bottle of wine in the gift shop and. Um, I should also we, disclose that my dad has cool. actually been to Africa like a bajillion <laughs> times and he's still even to this day is like I can't believe how amazing that resort is and he yeah. he literally he was like you said uh, he was out there every night talking to the wildlife representative because those guys are all and girls those guys and ladies are all from 
the continent of Africa. They all are, yes. you know, legitimate. They know what they're talking about. And so he was out there every night talking to them. <laughs> and, you know, when, when we stayed there, James was just under a year old when we stayed there. Um, so he was a little bit on the younger side to appreciate some of the things that the hotel had. But we still walked around. We, you know, he still saw the animals. He knew all that. Um, but something that that hotel has that I thought was really cool was that they kind of teach the kids. They have these little sessions that go on throughout the hotel, outside, inside, and teach you. And the one thing we walked by is they were teaching the kids in a little, like, one of the little plastic pools that are, you know, four feet around and, you know, less than a foot deep. Um, but they were, they had gems on the bottom of the pool and they were teaching kids how flamingos get their food in the water. And I thought that was really cool that they're using these different things and, and teaching the kids, like, this is how a flamingo eats and actually having the kids use these tools to kind of see how the animals actually operate. I mean, how they yeah. actually eat and, and everything. So I thought that was kind of interesting that, you know, yeah, you your kids aren't going to Disney to, to learn. But if you are going to pull them out of school, you could say that <laughs> yeah. they are learning something. So I think that but. is probably, we, we're, we're going to have to do a, a top five, <laughs> top five Disney <laughs> resorts. <laughs> but uh, it really is incredible. They, it's in a league of its own, I would say, yeah. as far as Disney and, resorts again, go. Yeah, and it, it's not that kind of stuff was not inside the pool, so it's something that anybody could go to and say, you know what, I want to go and check out Animal Kingdom and or Animal Kingdom Lodge. You don't have to be a guest to try those things out. So yeah, yeah. so that was a tangent, but it was worth it. Right, it was so <laughs> worth it. <laughs> okay, so we said special tours that do not require park admission, but I know the other yep. thing that we both wanted to talk about was special events. Especially that's next on my list. It sure is. Okay. There's multiple special <laughs> events at all the parks. So the special events require tickets, though. So you have to be, you know, willing, obviously, again, willing to spend the money. Um, and they're not outrageously expensive, but there's a lot of special events at every park, including water parks. The one thing that sticks out for me as as uh, a, the arrival day being a great day to do an in-park special event is, you know, just taking, for example, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Mm-hmm. The park will close early that day. So the yep. the park will close to regular guests at like 6 o'clock, yeah. you know, 6 p.m. But if you have the special event ticket, even though it technically doesn't start until park close, which would be 6 p.m., you mm-hmm. could get in as early as like two hours before. Four o'clock usually, yep. So if you are yeah, arriving you have a half a day. Yeah. So if you're arriving early and you were going during that time of year anyway to, to do the special event rather than pay for a full day in the park and then also pay for the special event that night you know, you're you're kind of taking away from your full park day by going to a park and a special event on the same day. So right. this way, you still you're still going to end up with like 
six plus hours in the park. Oh yeah. By going to now, the special the event. Is, right. The only catch is though, um, not really a catch, but something to keep in mind if you do it. So um, there's no fast pass option. So if you are going, you know, you're, you're waiting in line, you're waiting in the standby. That's, that's, that's your only downfall, but it's still 100% worth it because there's, Number one, if you're my dad, there's merchandise that you can get that's exclusive to that event. <laughs> so who cares about the different attractions? I'm going shopping. <laughs> and there's food, too, that's offered. Yeah, special foodie. food, special shows, special everything. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, that's just an example. Like, you know, yeah, you said there's, like, all different ones, all times of year, all all the different parks, but... I know, mm-hmm. you know, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party and Mickey's very merry Christmas party are like the yep. two really big draws throughout the year. Yes. So, yes. you know, I wouldn't, you know, if it was me, I wouldn't think twice. Like I would arrive, I oh, would no. catch a nap and then I would be at the park, you know, that night because Yeah. If you're going to do it anyway, I would say do it on a day that you are not buying a full day's park pass. Right. And um, so the other thing that's the nighttime tours that are offered at all four, I think all four parks, well, not currently, but all four parks do have it, are the Disney after hours. So it, I've seen videos and I've had friends that have done the after hours party and it is like, you're in the if you were taking a video walking down Main Street during the after hour party, you would think that you broke into Magic Kingdom and are taking videos of it because there's no it's a very exclusive limited thing. There's only so many tickets that are sold for it. You get certain like Mickey bars and popcorn and you know, non alcoholic beverages are included with it, so you don't have to pay for some things. The lines are, again, there's no fast passes, but the lines are, you just walk right on to Pirates of the Caribbean or Jungle Cruise. So those are kind of cool things to do, too. You take the whole day to kind of relax, and then you go into the park late at night. So because they're after hours, you know, it might not start until 10 o'clock. So do you, you know, it's something to think about of, do you really want to not get back to your resort until 2 to go to a different park the next day? But you can knock out a lot of things in the park that you choose to do that at. Yeah. kind of cool. And, and we were even talking off mic. There's, a, there's one at Typhoon Lagoon, which is, like, blowing yeah. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, then you would have to go to Disney in July, Dawn. You could go, <laughs> like, in May when it's, All right. I mean, it's still hot in May. I know because I'm like pretty parallel with Orlando here (laughs) and already in May, I'm like dreading the next few months. (laughs) Why did I move here? No. Um, But yeah, that's uh, special events are such a, are such a good thing to do on a, on a non on a non-park day or your rival day. I, I think that's yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, I know another thing, this actually might be coming up to close to the end of my list is 
we both wanted to talk about just Disney Springs in general. Yes, that's next on my list. Um, obviously, like shopping and eating and drinking yeah. and. And if you go when the parks are still open, the crowds are usually a little bit, a lot less crowded at Disney Springs when the parks are still open because people are at the parks. But um, this, lots yeah, to do with Disney Springs. This is usually our go-to once we kind of like get yeah. our bearings at our hotel and get all that, you know, figured out, we usually pop over to Disney Springs and start shopping. <laughs> yeah. Just right to World of Disney. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll sit there and like put all this stuff in a bag and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm going to be in Disney for the next eight days. I'll just get this at a different time. And then I end up still buying it anyway. Yeah. Like, I just won't buy as much tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, and there's, you know, you can, there's restaurants there that you can make reservations for. There's quick service restaurants. There's all kinds of shopping. A lot, a lot of the stores now, it's very different from when we worked there, but a lot of the stores now are like things that you would see in your mall, like Pandora and Uniqlo and Vera Bradley. I mean, there's all, there's Mm -hmm. tons. Uh, I think there's a coach store. So if you yeah, want, there is. and and it's not necessarily all Disney branded. It's not actually. So all those stores sell basically everything that you would get at a normal coach store. One thing they have that normal coach stores in Buffalo, Michigan, Texas, anything like that. They have one exclusive Disney item that you can only get at that location. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool actually it's to pop get in. Anywhere else. Yeah. yeah, it's cool to pop into all of them and see what their what their unique thing is that they have mm-hmm. their Disney branded thing. And then, you know, of course, like on the, you know, Disney, I guess if you say the old side, the Disney Village side of Disney Springs is like the very the Disney stores, you know, the mm-hmm. the art of Disney and World of Disney the Christmas and store, Christmas store. Yep. yep. So I that's my I love that area still always to this day. Yeah, me too. But there's one thing <laughs> that I want to do so bad, and I wanted to do it last time we were there, but it was just not working out for us. They have these things called amphicars, and you get them near the boathouse restaurant. So I'm gonna just read you what it says on line because I couldn't put it any better. So the boathouse is the only place in the world that offers the unforgettable and thrilling experience of a captain's guided tour in a vintage amphicar. These rare cars drive on land and enter the water with a splash, taking you and a captain guided 25 minute tour of the landmarks of Disney Springs. Our fleet of amphicars were purchased from private collections worldwide. There were less than 4,000 of these unique amphibious vehicles produced during the 1960s, and less than 400 exist worldwide today. I mean, how freaking cool is that? <laughs> yeah. They, and they're awesome, you guys. They look like, they basically look like 57 Chevys, but they go in the water. There, there, yeah. There's no kid or middle-aged woman such as myself 
that would not just be elated to float around in Lake Buena Vista in one of these things. They are a little bit pricey. So it's 125 bucks per car, but for how long? For 25 minutes. But you can fit up to three or four people in the car. So if you're a family, you know, I'm, I'm, it's going to be obviously based on like weight and size limits. But if you're just like yeah. an average family of four, mom, dad, two kids, or, you know, dad, dad, two kids, you, you can probably fit in one. So 125 bucks for 25 minutes and you get to see Disney okay, Springs from the water, like, I don't know, I think... Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Or if you're two couples, you know, then you can split it, so it's a little bit cheaper. Or a group of friends. I would pay $125 to do it by myself. <laughs> 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 oh, because I just think it's so cool. But, so, that's a thing you can do. The other thing that I really want to do is the characters in Flight Balloon. I've never done that, although I am probably will never do that because I'm not a fan of heights. So I'd yeah. like to do it to say I did it to know what it's like, but I can tell you that I will never do it. So it goes Let me know up. How it goes. Yeah, it goes up 400 feet, um, and yeah. it says it it holds 29 people plus a pilot. And the ride's about 10 minutes. But, you know, on a clear day, it says you can see views up to 20 miles away. So you're going to see all of Walt Disney World basically up there. So, and that one isn't too insane of a price. It's 15 bucks for kids and $20 for adults. That's not bad. So a little bit cheaper than the Amphicar if you have like family of four, but a shorter ride. Also, side note, you can get married on that thing. So if there's in flight? Yes. You can get married in front of it or you can get married on it. I didn't know that. So if anybody out there is thinking about getting married at Disney (laughs) and they're feeling a little adventurous and they want to do it on the characters and flight balloon, give me a call because I would love to photograph your wedding. (laughs) (laughs) You can contact me at degreesnorthimages.com. No, I'm just (laughs) spitballing there. Um, (laughs) I know. But yeah, I want to do both of those. I think it's, again, it's a unique experience. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Another side I mean, note. Half of the things in Disney are. Is the characters in Flight Balloon is actually, it's from this company called Aerofile. And mm-hmm. it basically, it, it came from France. Like this company is in France, which France is famously like very connected to hot air balloons like that's part of their history so i thought that was really cool because there's also characters in flight balloon at disneyland paris that i also wanted to go on but i only had so many hours and i couldn't do everything so i didn't get to do it (laughs) but um so it's cool because you're like riding on a hot air balloon that was made in paris which is historically a big deal because they have history with hot air balloons, but that's cool. anywho, so that's kind of, I mean, 
I could literally go on for days about like rent a pontoon boat for the fireworks show on Seven Seas Lagoon and like, yeah. But do you you have anything else on yours? I have one last thing that is, so it all depends, is buying an extra day into the park. But it depends on how long you're going for and how many days you had already planned to go into the parks. So, all right, follow me here. So we're going to, we're going to use approximations um, because obviously prices change and it could fluctuate a little bit, not a lot. It's going to obviously depend on time of year and things like that. But If you're going to Disney and you're going for, let's say you're going for seven nights, eight days, okay, and you had plans to go into the parks for five of those days, okay, you're paying X amount of dollars to go into the park for those five days. If you were getting to the park or getting to Disney at, by the time you get to your hotel at noon, for an additional 20-ish dollars a person, you can get a six-day park pass instead of a five-day park pass. So it's only costing you 20 extra dollars on your trip per person to go into the park and you have all day. So you can plan it based on extra magic hours and things like that. If you got to the park or if you get to your resort by noonish, relax, check in, things like that, you can get to the park at two. And if you play your cards right, it's an extra magic hour day. You could be at, let's say, Epcot and be there for 10 hours for 20 bucks. Yeah, it is worth it if you, even if you're, even if you, if you you know, if you're, if you're doing the five nights or six nights, you know, six nights, five days. Yeah. You know, if the only day that you're not planning on going to the park is your arrival day, because you're like, oh, we're not going to. You know, by the time we get checked in, we couldn't even get into a we couldn't even get into a park until one. Right. For an extra twenty dollars. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even a lot of times we'll do Magic Kingdom that day, and that'll be the day that on our arrival day we'll go into Magic Kingdom and watch Happily Ever After. So it's costing us, you know, twenty around twenty bucks a person to go in, maybe get an attraction or two buzz light year or something because you can now you have a ticket to the park so now you can book fast passes yeah and you can arrange for those fast passes to be later and we'll make that the day that we sit by the partner statue wait for happily ever after watch the fireworks so then on our other days that we are actually at magic kingdom or for hollywood studios fantastic things like that we don't have to worry about going to see the night show we've already seen it for basically $20. And while the nighttime show is going on and all those people are sitting watching that, we're on a couple, getting a couple extra attractions in because the rides are still going on. You can still get on to Buzz Lightyear or Space Mountain and the lines are not as long. So, yeah, because they won't close the line until park until the closed. Park closed. Right. Yeah. If the park closes at nine, if it's if it's eight, if the park closes at nine and it is eight fifty nine, you can still get in line for that attraction. Yep. Because the park is still open. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a certain amount of days where booking an extra day is worth it 
Uh, and yeah. everybody's going to have their own tolerance level with their budget. But for oh, me, you know, if I if I was going to, you know, go to the park every day, I was there except for arrival day, and it was only going to cost me twenty extra dollars. At twenty dollars is worth it for me to get access to Epcot for a couple of hours. Right. Um. I mean, even even twenty dollars to go, and let's say you want to do some of the other things we said, like go to Disney Springs and, and get a restaurant or go do the luau, something like that for $20. You can do the luau, hop on the monorail, use that $20 to go and watch a fireworks show. Yeah. And it's cheaper than going to the movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, let's say it's not, it's only 18 minutes, but it's a lot better show than some of the movies that have come out recently. So this is true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's um yeah, so that that's again that's something that you would want to talk about with your travel yeah. advisor cuz they can kind of tell you what you know what it might be good to do that day and if you're like no, I really right. need to save that money because of, you know, something else you you're planning or it's just a, a stretch, right. you know. There's still yeah. plenty of other things to do, but at a certain point oh, it gosh, does yeah. it does become it not does. that big of a deal. And the more days you go, so, you know, from, to move up from a five day to a six day is only around 20, about $21, some, uh, give or take, um, to go from a six to a seven day is less to go from a seven day to an eight day is still less. So you're talking, you know, let's say that you're going to Disney for 10 days and you were going to just do a seven day park hopper. Well, to put on an eighth day is only 15 extra dollars a person. So now you're talking even less. The more, basically, the more you stay, the less, the more you play, the less you pay. Yeah. But again, you know, there are, you know, you might, if if you are a family of four or even a family of six, that's almost uh, a yeah. droid or a lightsaber. So, you know, it all depends on what you're looking for. The other thing I just remembered, like, in, like, kind of sitting here passing is, like, you can go over to, there's a, there's a lot of people that wouldn't even know this is there or not necessarily know to go look for it unless they were staying at one of the hotels over there by Magic Kingdom, is there's a nighttime water parade and it's really cool, actually. (laughs) It's one of those things that you know I think the first time I saw it it was I think the first time I saw it we were coming back from Magic Kingdom on the boat Mm -hmm. and passed it you know so it was like I didn't even know about that you know of course I was a little kid they've been doing this for a long time but forever since we saw it the first when we stayed at the Polynesian in 93 yeah so you you can go over to the beach at the Polynesian and just mm-hmm. sit on the beach and watch the the water pageant go by at night. So that's a right. fun thing to so do. I did learn actually. I'm so I'm so upset because you know staying at the Polynesian. It's the first time staying at the Polynesian when we stayed there in March. It was our first time staying at the Polynesian since 1993, or at least for me. First time staying there since 93. So, you know, brought back all these memories and everything, how different it is. Obviously, I've been to the hotel, but never stayed there since 93. So I'm like, um, definitely have to do the water pageant since it's, you know, one of the first things I saw when the first time I came here. 
so I'm like, all right, well, we'll do, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. So the day that we actually plan to go and watch it, apparently at certain times of the year, they only do it every other day. Oh, no. So I missed it. I was so sad. <laughs> but, but we were, we were, they were um, doing construction at the hotel, so we couldn't see at the hotel. So me, uh, my husband, and my niece, we got on the monorail. We were going to go watch it at, at Magic Kingdom. So we got on the monorail. We were actually the last ones on the monorail. And they actually came up to uh, like where we were on the car. They're like, where are you guys trying to go to? <laughs> and we told them, they're like, well, just so you know, you're like, we have one more stop and that's it. So you, you either have to get off or you're spending the night on the monorail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess we're getting off of the transportation and ticket center and walking then, but. So it's kind of cool that we we closed the monorail, but I didn't get to see the water pageant. But long tangent, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's one of those things. Again, you sometimes you don't necessarily know about something unless you ask at the hotel because mm-hmm. they've like changed the schedule just recently and yeah. didn't post it or it's not mm, on yep. the internet to begin with, you know, unless you go into some like forum. Um, right. I don't and know that, why I they keep these it. things they secret. Changing it. I right? I know. <laughs> I, I feel like we did ask somebody and they're like, Oh yeah, you go over. Like, okay. Well, you are wrong. But yeah, that's, but. I just thought of that when we were talking about yeah, earlier. But yeah. you can hear the music. The music's still the same from all those years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's all that I have on my list. I was trying to, like, really that's, stick to the top things. Yeah. No, that's that's all I have, too. I mean, it's the, the resort, no matter what hotel you're staying at, when all else fails, especially if you're going to go when it's hot, the pool activities are, you know, activities at your hotel but pool activities are kind of fun too especially if you're going with kids if you just want to be low-key you know there's there's something no matter what you're looking to do who you're traveling with there's something for everyone yeah and a lot of it's most of it's at least at the hotel um most of it's complimentary so yeah, once you check in, it's just kind of you're you're just there yeah and you you just can dive right into your yeah they they may they make it pretty easy i think oh yeah yeah they do okay well i think that's it i think that's a, i think that's a wrap so katie thank you for being here of <laughs> you know me um you sure you don't want to talk for another hour about I, something else noon disney cuz i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> um why don't you tell people real quick how they can get a hold of you on the internet Yep. So you can visit my website at picturesandpostcardstravel.com or you can shoot me an email at kfisher, F-I-S-H-E-R, kfisher at nyaaa.com. Send me an email or on the Main and Magic Facebook page. You can, you know, message me through there and I will respond and help you plan your next magical getaway. Figure out what's best for you guys to do on your first day in. Oh, I'm so ready to go plan a vacation now. Me too. <laughs> just, just for the arrival day activities. I know. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> 
that's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us as we explored ways you can make Arrival Day a fun vacation kickoff. Thanks to my guest Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you are heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or Adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts and the most signature personal service all at no cost to you. It's true. She's even my travel advisor. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com. Now that you've had a listen and hopefully been inspired with some new ideas for your arrival day, we invite you to join our Maine and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode, share an idea, story, or photo, and connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun. So go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash main and magic to join. If you've got a comment or a question, you can also email me at mainandmagic at gmail.com. And you can, of course, find us on Instagram at mainandmagic. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening. And of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye. So we say, see you real soon.